witches, ghosts, and goblins, and all things that go bump in the night, you are inside. Spooky time with the Black Hearts Club now. Here are your hosts, Ashley and Derek. Welcome back to another episode of Spooky Time with the Black Hearts Club. Today's episode, we're going to talk about urban legends, one specifically that a lot of you ghouls and goblins have probably heard about and possibly experimented with, and if so, we'd love to hear about it down in the comments below. And also, two local urban legends, one on my end of the United States and one on Ashley's. So let's get into this. The first urban legend we're going to talk about today, and if you're not familiar with urban legends, urban legends are stuff that's kind of like folklore. Not necessarily fact nor fiction. It could be real. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not, depending on what kind of outcome you've had with these. But the first one we're going to talk about goes all the way back to my childhood. We experimented with this in the boys' bathroom back in elementary school, and that is Bloody Mary. I'm sure Ashley's heard about Bloody Mary, right? I have, and I did not try it because I was terrified. So you've never tried Bloody Mary? I have not. No, absolutely not. Okay, well, Bloody Mary, of course, one of the biggest urban legends, and Candyman, of course, is loosely based off of Bloody Mary. The whole myth basically revolves around you turn off the lights and you stand in front of a mirror. It doesn't have to be in a bathroom like I did when I was in elementary school and later on down the road. Probably shouldn't say this, but I did it with my kids as well. Called me a bad parent probably, but it was all in good fun. You basically shut the door in the room that you're in with a mirror. You turn off the lights and you say Bloody Mary's name five times. Now, oh, it's five times. I always did it five times. I always thought it was three. Some people do it three, but they say that it's it's five times according to all the times I've tried it. But, I mean, you can do it however many times you want. If she's going to appear, I guess she's going to appear, and you're going to get yanked on the other side of the mirror. But anyway, I'm actually looking at a mirror right now, so I'm not going to say it three or five times. You're You're gone. What's happened to you? Did Bloody Mary get you? You can't see this on the podcast, but we just lost Ashley because I think she mentioned Bloody Mary and she's gone now. So, oh, look, Ashley has returned from the other side of the mirror. What was what was it like on the other side? Um, Very dark and very bloody. Very bloody. But you don't have an ounce of blood on you. But do I? Well, that's true. I can only see your face. I... Anyway, back to it before... You were rudely abducted by Bloody Mary. I was saying you lock yourself in the bathroom. You're saying it's three times. I always heard it was five times. I guess it's one of those things where it's like, do it however many times you want. So you lock yourself in the bathroom. You stare into the mirror. You say her name. And I'm not going to say her name because like I said earlier, I'm looking right at a mirror right now. Don't you have to have the lights off? I think you'll be okay because your lights are on. So you're telling me I should look at the mirror and say it right now. Yeah, you should. Nice knowing you. I mean, you've already been on the other side of the mirror, so I guess I've got nothing to lose right now. I'm literally surrounded right now by one, two, three mirrors in this room. So, to do it. 
by saying that, I just had the Justin Timberlake song pop into my head mirrors. But anyway, all right, here we go. If you're watching this on YouTube and I disappear, I hope this is finally our video that goes viral. I hope I can contribute that way. I was never scared of this and I still am not. How many times should I do it? Three or five? Do it four. Happy medium. Why not? All right, so Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, you were funny. Bloody Mary. I guess he's gone. Hello. No. Eric is no longer here. This is Mary speaking. No. Nothing happened. So you see, it's... Of course, I didn't have the light turned out, but I've tried this numerous times. I tried this in elementary school. I tried this in middle school. Hell, I even tried this with one of my daughters back around 2010. And by the time... We got to the third Bloody Mary. She banged the light switch on. She goes hauling butt out of the bathroom, screaming at the top of her lungs. And then to make a bad situation worse, I did some terrible stage acting just like I did then and came crawling out of the bathroom like I was possessed by Bloody Mary. So, You know what's interesting? After you did that, you are now super pixelated. So maybe she did come through. Oh, no. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I just feel like the temperature dropped a little bit in here right now. So maybe she's uh she's making her presence known right now. So that is mainly the legend of Bloody Mary. There's been movies made about her, one specifically from like 2006 or 2007 that's called Bloody Mary. Candyman, like I mentioned, is loosely based off of the myth of Bloody Mary. They even made a movie called The Tooth Fairy that kind of even goes in that same line of things as Bloody Mary. So are you going to ever try it, Ashley, or are you going to... No, I'm good. I'm good. So you're going to go your entire life without trying Bloody Mary? Yep. No need to. Okay. Have yeah. you read any stories of something happening to someone? I've never read anything, and I've never experienced anything, so it'll be interesting... To know if anybody out there has had any surreal experiences with this. Because me personally, no, I'm not familiar with anybody I know or myself having any or ever reading about anything. So I think it, it is what it is. It's an, an urban legend. So according to the folklore of Bloody Mary, she is a legend of a ghost, phantom, or spirit conjured to reveal the future. Oh, she reveals yeah. the future. Uh-huh. She is normally uh, witnessed in group participation. So not when you do it alone, but in a group. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever done it alone. Like I said, any time I did it before, it was like me and a group of friends in the boys' bathroom, or it was me and, and my daughter, or me and my two daughters doing it. So this was my first time ever doing it alone. Yeah, and of course you have to do it in a dimly lit room Yeah, for a prolonged period of time because, and this is probably where the urban legend comes from, you start to hallucinate. So it's basically your mind taking control of you and you're thinking that something's going to happen. Just kind of like how I feel what a Ouija board does. Again, it's a group of people. You all put your, your hands on it and it's like you start moving it around. 
But you don't know if it's really a spirit moving it around, or is it just a group of people with the motion that's moving it around? I still wouldn't mess with a Ouija board because you don't know what can happen. No, I'm not going to mess with a Ouija board. Not at all. But they there's debate whether Bloody Mary is real or not. Some people think that she could be Mary of England, who was the daughter of Henry VIII. So Queen Mary, is that what they're saying? Queen Mary? It seems like I do remember that. Yeah, or it could be Mary Worth, who was identified as a woman who killed slaves escaping the American South via the Underground Railroad, or a woman who was burned at the stake during the witch trials. Oh, wow. So burned at the stake during the witch trials. So she would be very vengeful. Could be based on like three or four different women. So all of these Marys have a chance at being Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. It seems like, like, okay, the one to me that seems like it would be the most fitting to go with it would be the one that was burned at the stake. Possibly, yeah. Because she was being accused of being a witch. Yeah, that seems like that would be the most logical choice but i'm just wondering out of all these marys did any of them have a little lamb joke of the day anyway the next urban legend brings us to southern california ojai california and we're going to talk about the char man i have to say I went on the hunt looking for the Charman, and I have a pretty terrifying experience. So the legend goes, he was a human, and he suffered severe burns in a fire, either a forest fire or a um, a car accident. The one that I hear more often is a forest fire, because in California, you know, we get wildfires, and Ojai, it's like a wooded area. He wasn't burned at stake. No, the Charman is said to haunt a stretch of road called Creek Road in Ojai, California. And he appears charred and a human-like figure with glowing red eyes. Um, He's believed to roam the area seeking revenge or seeking for help. It just depends on... The, the version of the story, the one that I hear most of the time is he's seeking revenge because he wants to skin you alive and wear oh. your skin because he's charred. Yeah. That's brutal. I know. The people of Ojai actually embrace the Charman. And they're and actually... There's like a parade in his honor? Like the Mothman? Um, I'm not sure about that, but I do know that there have been reports of people claiming to have seen the Charman, and they call the police station and say, oh, we have a possible sighting of the Charman, and they take it very seriously. Like, they don't brush you off. They they will go and they will look. I got one question. I get that it's the police's job to go and look, but what are they going to do if they see him? They're not going to arrest him and take him downtown to the station and book him, right? <laughs> I don't know, but... My friend and I, who I do my paranormal investigations with, we went to Creek Road in Ojai, California, and it was super late at night. 
not too many cars on the road. And some of the things that I've heard about the Charman is that if you make lots of noise, he runs towards you and comes after you. The Creek Road, it's kind of a weird road because it's long, it's windy, and there's really no like turnoffs and there's no like shoulder that you can park on. We parked down a street that was just a little bit off of Creek Road and he's known to roam like where there's um, a bridge. So we parked like right by the bridge. And we parked right by some trees. And so I turned my flashlight on and I had a camera rolling. Her and I, we were talking. I also had my REM pod out too. Because also on, on that road, there's supposedly other entities. But wow. we were really there to see and find the Charman. So we were talking about the Charman really loudly, right? And all of a sudden, we hear footsteps rushing towards us. So I tell my friend, drive, drive, drive. Because I sure as hell didn't want to come face to face with the Charman. We were absolutely terrified. We left because we're like, "Uh uh-uh. We don't want to encounter this this guy if he's going to try to skin us alive. Yeah, exactly. You don't want him to be wearing your skin suit. No, definitely not. So, so what is the deal with this room for it to have so many entities on it? Is this just like um, a bad road where people die? or what Yes, is uh, a few people it have died. Her. A few people have died. Um, there was a bride who died on this road. The story is that her would-be husband murdered her and we actually talked with her because she was setting off our REM pod and that also freaked us out because we were literally in the car and our REM pod just starts going off so let me get this right you go there for the char man but you end up with an entirely different spirit that's communicating with you well and we may have encountered the char man we just didn't know because we Got the F out of there. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, get the F out of there for sure. The char man. Oh my God, man. I wow. His skin is burnt off and he's basically looking for people so he can take their skin and wear their skin. That is that is probably one of the most creepy urban legends that I've heard of. And yeah. you got to go there and experience it. Was it an eerie feeling being there? Oh, what it was, yeah. That whole road, because again, it's pitch black. There's no lights. The only lights you have are your headlights from your car or a flashlight. And that's why we didn't get out of the car because we didn't feel safe enough. Uh, Just because, you know, we didn't want to get hit by another car. So that's why we sort of did it from inside our car. But we we parked on different um, streets and talked and and asked if the charman's here make your presence known and then we hear footsteps and we're just like what the heck was that as you're talking about the charman me being a horror movie buff it really makes me start envisioning something there is a movie based on the charman yeah my friend has seen it she said it's not very good what year did this happen? Do you know the Charmian? Like, um, I believe it was like maybe the fifties. Oh, the fifties. So in in the nineteen 
1500s then okay yeah that, that makes this even more logical what i'm thinking here in my horror movie knowledge the charman he's got no skin he's basically burned up so in return of the living dead from 1986 they had a zombie that was basically burned up but he was covered in tar it was called the tar man so i'm wondering if someone that was writing or directing that movie based that zombie he's the most famous zombie in return of the living dead i wonder if they based him off of charman uh possibly well i don't know if i can top charman but in north carolina in 1910 there's an urban legend that happened and this goes to pactolus north carolina and a gentleman by the name of edwin had journeyed out to the train post to await the arrival of his soon-to-be wife, his fiance at the time. The train was late getting there, and it was late at night. He rode out on his horse, of course. And upon waiting for her arrival, some guys that were up to no good basically show up, and they ambush Edwin and murder him. Ooh. Now, the horse gallops on way back to Greenville, which is where Edwin was from, with no rider, of course. And then everybody is like, well, this is Edwin's horse. This is Edwin's horse. So where's Edwin at? Well, they know that he was basically waiting to pick up his fiance in Pactolis when the train arrived. So a search party goes out and they find Edwin's body. And of course, like I had mentioned, he was murdered. So the story goes is that he was waiting out there that night with his lantern sitting on his horse when he was ambushed. You go out to Pactolis, and I have personally done this, and I believe it was Halloween night in 2011 that I did this. If you call Edwin's name a few times, again, this goes back to like Bloody Mary, you've got to say their name a few times. If the night is just right and all the creepy stars light up and you call his name you will see a lantern flickering off in the distance mm. and that lantern flickering in the distance supposed to be edwin still looking for his fiance over a hundred years Wow, I guess he really loved her. Obviously, if he's still waiting for her 114 years later, I mean, he's he's got a flame that's burning in his heart more than the flame in that freaking lantern. That yeah, exactly. Flickering off in the distance. So we did this and called his name a few times, and I could not believe it with my own eyes, but off in the freaking distance, there was a freaking lantern flickering and I you're was like, joking oh, no way no 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 this was legit like the pactolus light is the real freaking deal like if you go out there and like i say it's got to be just right and i guess he's got a sense that you don't mean him any harm because if he senses that you're a decent person he'll flicker his light and we saw that flickering i was dumbfounded i was like because I had never experienced anything successful with any urban legends mm -hmm. until we tried the Pactolus light. And if you're a local around Eastern Carolina, highly encourage you to look up the Pactolus light, find the location for it, 
go do it yourself. It's got to be after sunset. Preferably, it needs to be later, probably after 9 or 10 p.m. And when we did it again, like I said, it was like Halloween night. doesn't have to be Halloween night. Just try it any night and see what happens. And maybe you'll see the flickering lantern in the distance. But yeah, that was really, really, really creepy and really surreal to see that. Because before that, it was just pitch black darkness in the background. Were you with a bunch of people? Yeah, there was about three of us. All three of you witnessed it? Oh, everybody saw it. And everybody's like eyes were just like, what? And everybody was just like, is this for real right now? And it's not like anybody from our group ran off into the distance and had a lantern that they could just magically dangle. It just appeared out of nowhere. Mind blowing. Matter of fact, when you came here and visited me recently, that was one of the things that I wanted to try, but you know, our time frames didn't line up, so we didn't get to try it. But if you ever come back again, definitely would not mind revisiting the Pactolus light because that is mind blowing. So you didn't try to go towards the light? No, I'm not going towards the light. Oh, see, I would. I totally would. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I go but towards the light. That's the ghost light. hunter in me. Yeah, I go towards the light, and then I go to the light. Because he thinks I'm the one that ambushed him. And then the next thing you know, I'm dealing with a vengeful Edwin that thinks I'm the one that ambushed him and and caused him not to uh, to get his fiance off the train and live happily ever after. No, thanks. I went the opposite direction. I got in my car and I got the hell out of there. Is it active train tracks? No, it's not active anymore. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, are you sure it wasn't a train? I mean, I would I would have known if it was a train. I would have heard it in the distance, and I would have seen the light coming closer to me, but the light just stayed stationary in one spot, just kind of wow. in a circle. How around. long? How long? Probably flickered for about a good three minutes. Whoa. Yeah. So that's a few urban legends. Now, we will do more of these because there's so many urban legends out there. We just wanted to... Um, start with a few local ones and obviously one of the biggest but we will definitely be talking about other ones another one that we will discuss i think in depth will be bigfoot so definitely stay tuned for that episode because just gonna say it right now i'm a believer she is a believer of Bigfoot. I've known this woman for almost two decades, and she's constantly talking about Bigfoot. Bigfoot is on the agenda. We're also going to tackle stuff like Slenderman, more local legends, one involving a bridge in Greenville, North Carolina, called the Halted Green Street Bridge, and there will also be full-length video of that coming soon to the YouTube page. So if you're a subscriber over there, be on the lookout for that. And if you don't subscribe, I'm about joining the club. But now, it's time for our news. Alright, so this week at Horror News, we're going to talk about some of the horror movies that are coming out in 2024. And it looks like a lot of old school horror movies will be making a return this year. Most notably, in time... For the 30th anniversary of The Crow 
it looks like sometime this year we're going to get a new Crow movie for the 30th anniversary. I'm sure that your husband is super excited about this, right? Yes, Jed is a huge, that is his all-time favorite movie. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have to go see that in the movie theater. Another one that I recently came across that I had no idea was coming out this year is a remake of the 80s classic Witchboard. While Tony Katane obviously will not be in this since she's passed away, I will be interested to see how they do a modern-day remake of Witchboard since the original is a cult classic and one of my all-time favorites from back in the day. I don't know if it's coming out this year or 2025, but we got Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2 coming out. And me and you were talking about this, Ashley. How many Mickey Mouse horror movies are in the works now? Four or five? Yeah, there's there's a bunch. There was another one that was just announced, and I think it might be animated, and um, they're teasing for next year, 2025. 2025. And also, The Strangers, Chapter 1, The Strangers Pray at Night was the last one they had. It was a fantastic movie, and then The Strangers from about five or six years ago was also great, but apparently this is Chapter 1, so this is one of those instances where this will probably be the first installment and then it'll be the strangers and then it'll be pray at night so this will be technically part one also saw 11 coming out sometime later this year as well terrifier 3 of course art the clown makes his appearance yet again and apparently there's going to be some kind of gruesome christmas scene because a lot of the promotional posters are advertising him dressed as jolly old saint nicholas himself i'm looking forward to all of them because i will personally probably watch every one of them all right so that wraps up horror news for this week if you are new to this podcast please be sure to follow us and listen to us and download us on whatever app or streaming service you get your podcast on and if you do not subscribe to us yet on youtube how about going over there and slashing that subscribe button and joining our channel. And until next time, we will see you on the dark side.